Talk, and I'm Donald Wayne, and I'm Dennis Lee, and I think we're running through the jungle alone. Oh no, there's BP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like to run through the jungle a little. Well, not really run through the jungle. Um, I hope you've got clothes on, Donald. Uh, uh, what does that mean? Is that a nightmare for you or something? Well. I mean, some people like to streak through the jungle. Okay. Now, picture this. You're running through the jungle, and my, my, my idea of a jungle is, you know, lions and tigers and, and, oh my. and man-eating baboons and snakes and all that. So uh, I don't think I'd want to be going through there naked. Do you? No. No, I, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> but it may be necessary. Yeah, well, it could be. Have you ever watched that that uh, show, uh, a naked and, uh, and afraid, or naked and alone, or whatever that is? Uh, and, and lonely and afraid. Yes, I have. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I don't mean have you been lonely and afraid. But <laughs> what wasn't that? Wasn't it oh, naked, naked and afraid, the, or naked and the con- uh, naked and afraid? Yeah, the okay. concrete jungle. Oh, there you go. Golly, that that goes way back. Oh, I was thinking of Blackboard Jungle. I'm sorry. Different movie. That was actually a Sidney Poitier movie. I bet you've never even seen that one. Blackboard Jungle? No, I haven't. Um, It was about a high school teacher. uh, Sidney Poitier was a teacher in in high school. I don't know where. Probably either California or New York. And uh, he had a bunch of troubled teens in his class so hmm. it was quite quite a show they call me mr tibbs <laughs> tibbs tibbs you said tibbs okay bibs i could see that yeah. <laughs> anyway anywho it's thursday march the 4th oh wow and we're on the last day stretch of a three-day stretch so coming off the uh laughter and frivolity from yesterday that was a hoot (laughs) it was a hoot (laughs) like an owl exactly uh uh, lean on me i think i've seen that movie too bp yeah that was a good one yeah didn't Um, it have um what's his name morgan freeman in that didn't it lean on me Mm-hmm. It did, yes. It was about a high school principal. Well, who's that other one that was about a high school principal? Um carried a bat oh, well, or something. Is that uh, I think um, that's it. Is they had to it? lock them inside the the they locked the well, I think that was actually uh that blue she guy. That was no yeah, oh 
Yeah, James Belushi. Um, yeah, he had to lock John up lock the door. And he got yeah. in trouble. <laughs> he rode a motorcycle. He was yeah, a badass. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Sean. Yeah. That was um that was some time ago too, actually now. Howdy, Sean. Have you um, seen pictures of uh James Belushi lately? No. Some of these guys must have done a lot of drugs because they really look ragged and not I mean, you know, I'm older than all of them, and I, I don't, I don't think I look uh, that weathered. James that worn. partied a lot, smoked a lot. I you mean, think that's what it is? The party has stuff an, has an effect on you. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was in the bloodline. So yeah. <laughs> um, I was always too busy working, and and uh, I don't know. I mean, there was you know parties here and there, but. Not every day. The no. principal. There you go. That was it. Yeah, the principal. That was it. That's it. Yeah. But I, I still think there was another one. Um, it was a black actor, and Denzel Washington did one as well, I believe. Did he? Golly, maybe there was a bunch of them about <laughs> teachers. There was one with a woman that was a teacher that had to fight with the to, ki- to get the kids to straighten out uh, too. There's a it? lot of unruly schools, Donald Wayne. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should have gotten the idea back then when all these movies were popular that there's something wrong with the schools. Right. The kids are, the kids just aren't right these days. Yeah. Well, that'll tie into something I'm going to talk about in a little while for sure. Um, so I see Eric's missing here tonight. Huh? Hope he's doing all right. He may uh, is, is slightly doing a show right now. Yeah, he's over in slightly. So oh, okay. Shortly. Yeah. I I think I did see that slightly was on. Um. So you doing okay, Dennis Lee? I'm doing. Um, this you, week can't be over fast enough. You doing okay? Well, yeah, so don't don't that. even in the bad times, don't rush your life because there will be a day that you wish to add some of those hours back. Oh, I'm not rushing it. It's just speeding up on its own. So it's it's what? It's speeding up on its own. Oh, feeding. It's it's feeding on itself. No. So what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What in the world? I it's don't know. Speeding. Hell on. Speeding. Speeding. Do you, not, do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Okay. Nobody understands the words coming out of yeah. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you can't you can't top some of those performances. No. Some of those lines. I didn't know that um I didn't know that he uh he actually his son was a troubled teen growing up. I didn't either. You're talking about Chris Jackie Chan. Oh, Jackie Chan. I didn't even know he had a yeah. son. I never heard anything about his he son. Did. Yeah, he did. Hmm. Anywho. Um, so just a, a lighthearted thing here for a moment. Uh, did you hear, I heard, a, did you hear, I heard a, a story today that Reese's peanut butter cup was coming out with a new version of the peanut butter cup. Have you heard that? Um, does it have a pretzel? No. Oh, okay. No, it's no, actually no, it's no, actually no. a naked cup. Um, it's just a glob of peanut butter. Well, no, it's 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 the same peanut. Well, they say that actually the peanut a, butter in this thing is a little more gooey than than it is in the uh, the regular but peanut I mean, butter cup. 
By me, you're saying it's naked. You mean it doesn't have a little little what? cup wrapper on it? It does not have chocolate on it. it it's they're going to use uh, peanut butter flavored shell. So the, the thing looks like an albino version of of the the peanut butter cup. But it is, but, you know, but, yeah, chocolate's gone. But the whole point of it is, oh, you got your peanut butter in my chocolate. <laughs> oh, you got your chocolate in my peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's try it. I mean, that's just sacrilegious. Well, now they're still going to have the other. Don't don't get excited. They'll still have the chocolate. I think we should rally together, everyone. Oh, yeah. This this you want to protest? (laughs) This this is worth going (laughs) to boycott a place? They have an insurrection against the peanut butter manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Um, whatever it takes to get a rise out of you. Johnson, well, Johnson's. (laughs) Sean says uh, he'll join, so okay. we have at least one. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, don't don't encourage him, Sean. I mean, you can't strip the <laughs> chocolate off of the peanut butter. That's just, gee, hey, forgotten. That Uh-oh. was a good show you had last night. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, the forgotten. Uh, he had a good music show after our show last night. Oh, really? It was running running during our show, but I caught the end of it. It was great. A music show. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, he does a good one. Um, hey, Jess Duck. Hey, Jess. Hey, uh, hey John DeVito. John DeVito. Hey, John. Uh, so anyway, about the peanut butter cup, that that's going to be available. It's supposed to be in the stores by early next month, but it's going to be a limited time availability. So... You know, you need to get out there and try them quickly because they'll probably be snapped up. Oh, no, I won't be trying it. I mean, Jeez. why? Because you, you missed the chocolate? Is that, would that, that's a problem for you? Yes, you cannot have, you cannot have peanut butter. Or you can't have it. You just can't have a peanut butter cup without any chocolate. I mean, okay. at that point, I can get peanut butter out of the jar in the kitchen. Yeah, but it's going to have a peanut butter flavored shell, so it's it's all hundred percent peanut butter. But so where's you, the chocolate? Well, get you some Hershey's and squirt it on top of there if it bothers you. I mean, you know, That's it. I'm, I'll be riding them. They, they've they've <laughs> messed you, it up now. Get you get you a little Hershey bar and and make it a s'more kind of thing. You know, if you want. Slap a piece on top, a piece underneath it, and then pop it in your mouth. Well, now jelly—that's something different, BP. Jelly. Uh, hmm. Well, thanks for coming in. Forgotten. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, yeah, huh? jelly could work. Oh no, jelly. Yeah. Okay. Jelly right, we in went, the center we, of the peanut butter. That's totally different. Now that's that's different. To just have peanut butter, I mean, it's just peanut butter. I don't with know. a shell. I'll leave it alone with a shell. That's, I mean, Brock, it's ruined my whole day now. I'm I'm gonna okay. have to start pending well, a letter while we're doing. Sorry, the show. I even brought that up to you, but I thought you might rush out there and buy a pack. You know, I didn't want you to miss no, I'm, out. I'm going to actually protest out in front of the store. <laughs> we don't know what stores are going to carry it right now. But uh, when I first saw the story, I thought, oh, my gosh, they're doing away with the chocolate version for some health 
health food reason, but no, that's just a thank you for the love for God. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's yeah. Uh, they got to try new things. Not I know. Things, you but. keep your mind open. I mean, at least try one. You you may end up liking it. <sighs> you know, I'm sure you've eaten worse things <laughs> than, well, than something that's a hundred percent peanut that's, butter. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> A shamrock that's, shake at McDonald's. Uh, yeah, that didn't sound good. Was that um, well? That's a mint shake, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, mint? I, that would that would be like kryptonite to me. I just oh. oh, that's right. When is St. Patrick's Day? Oh well, I'm glad you mentioned it, Donald Wayne. Is that something on your agenda for no, tonight? Huh? No, but it's right around the corner. Actually, that would be on. Uh, Da, 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 da. The, it's Wednesday the 17th. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a little further along. I was thinking, oh, oh my well, gosh. The, for, the Forgotten's birthday is on the 17th. Well, a happy birthday to well, you. Yeah, happy a early birthday. Diamonds. Good I know flowers. a lot of people with birthdays this month. Um, some family members and then some customers. So I got to gotta remember to uh, send one a message tomorrow. Oh, Green Bear for Wacky Wednesday. That's right. We could very well do that, Justuck. I'm going to go ahead and circle that date now. Uh, are, you, are you going to handle that, Dennis? Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I may have a green whiskey <laughs> and uh, may even pop one of those rancid peanut butter cups to give you uh, on air. Um, you know, That's next month. They're not available yeah. to April. You'll have to wait till next month to do that. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, yeah, you better get that quick. <laughs> Green eggs and ham. Well, that's racist, BP. I don't know. Uh, we don't tolerate that here. Is that one considered racist too? I didn't. I didn't hear that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just. Yeah. Oh, I, since Jess is referring, well, no, she wasn't referring. Um, I said the other night that they didn't have people in in any of the Dr. Seuss books and. And not real looking people. And uh, so I went to the store looking for some of those that have been banned or they were on the racist list. And uh, I realized I was wrong. I guess I'd only ever seen two or three of his books all those years. And several of them had lots of people in there. So yeah. I learned something this week. I'm proud of well, myself. You never get too old to learn something. That's, that is that is true. Yeah, I, I have an open mind, and uh, I was wrong. They, they do actually have people in the book. So, Well, I mean, if you want to burn a book, all you got to do is get near, um, you know, go over to, uh, you know, uh, to the volcano, go over to Mount Etna over in Catania, Sicily, uh, because it's been spewing lots of ash lately, and um, had all kinds of activity. They're thinking there might be a bigger eruption looming that, than what's been happening. And actually, Iceland, um, which is just a big volcanic island, um, is warns of a possible volcanic eruption within days. It could be pretty big. They've had like over over a thousand earthquakes um, here lately. That's not a place you would actually equate earthquakes to, you know. I mean, you don't think uh, of it because of the ice and snow and cold. Right. And you don't think about volcanoes in places like that, even though there's uh, some in Alaska. I don't know if there's any active ones in Alaska. 
Um, the last big one, I think, um, was back in May in 2010 um, when there was enough of an ash cloud that came out of the one in, uh, um, in Iceland that it actually disrupted air travel um, over in Britain. So, Oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it affected flying. Yeah. Actually, Iceland ha- has 30 volcanic systems and more than 600 hot springs because it uh, straddles the tectonic plates uh, on the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, making it one of the most geologically active places on the planet. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, so, yeah, if you wanted to... You know, burn books, um, make it dramatic, and just you know, get throw it, toss it on one of those volcanoes. Well, I, uh, I can know. actually travel now, so uh, I'll just oh, well, get yeah. my little COVID vaccination card and just and I have yeah, a passport. Well, you, I think it's still good. I don't know. You have zip papers, you yes. know. In in saying that about Iceland, so you got Iceland that's about to erupt. Um, you got a Mount Etna that's been going crazy, and then New Zealand. Um, was under a tsunami warning uh, this morning, uh, as well as uh, I think I think um, some places uh, around Hawaii were in uh, on on a tsunami alert. Nothing ever happened, but there was an eight point one earthquake that struck off of the um, coast of New Zealand. Um, it's only the, it's the third largest quake ever recorded north of New Zealand. Um, and it's, you know, because the country sits right there in that Pacific Ring of Fire. But they got all this stuff going off at, uh, on at one time. It's kind of crazy. Jeez. Yeah. It's always something happening on this earth, right? Well, they're saying there could be a possible kind of pole shift or a little pole wobble going on right now. So, look into that, too. Wasn't there a movie one time about uh, about something happening yeah. to the gravitational field of the Earth and then people started lifting off the ground? Well, I don't know if they lifted off the ground, but the New York did freeze. Um, so, I remember that. I forget what that was called. I think it was called The Day After Tomorrow. Oh uh, yeah, that where yeah the uh, polar vortex thing. Yeah, yeah. And they had tornadoes in California and right. Yeah, that was. Yeah, uh, well, there you go, Mike. <laughs> I mean, there's an ample, uh, there's an answer for everything. Um, <laughs> just, you know, the Democrats you know, are flipping the switch and causing the poles to wobble. Speaking of traveling, did <laughs> this is I don't know maybe I maybe I shouldn't talk about this one. Maybe I should save that for a Wednesday show. Mm. I think I will. It's 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 a story about. I, I just read it today, and I don't even. I better verify it before I throw it out there. It's about how China is actually testing people for COVID. So I want to make sure. Oh, are that, they catch, are they using the opposite in there, Donald Wayne? Oh, did you see that story? It. No, I'm just taking a jab at it. I mean, oh, no pun intended. But is that is that yeah. what they're doing? Well, that's really? what this. I saw this one story, and I don't. I, I don't even know if the source is reliable. But it said that that Japan was complaining about their means of testing when they when they 
flew into certain parts of China. I don't know if it's everywhere, but that's that's what the article said. That's they said it was very uncomfortable for a lot of people. Well, I could imagine that. I'd well, certainly quit traveling all together. I, mean, I you know, could you imagine that being more comfortable? So <laughs> I'd rather take it up the nose uh, myself. So, so you've heard this before, <laughs> Jess? About about that happening? <laughs> I mean, this is the first time I've ever seen that. Well, if you think oh my about God. it, they say you can get a more accurate temperature, you know, well, there. You're just uh, going to take my word for it. I can tell uh, you. I'm going to show my I'd little say, card. <laughs> I don't know why you're making me take my pants off and, you know, my arm's up here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just run me through a scanner somewhere or something? That's I mean, nuts. I just said you know, give me a shot. And all of not sudden, that there's much naked. chance. I'm not going to China. I have no reason <laughs> or desire to go to China. Well, there was one time I, years ago, I wanted to go see the great wall. That was the only well, reason I thought that would yeah. be kind of, of a neat experience, but. Well, they say you can go down to the Texas border and see, you know, one there. So. That's great wall. Be, well, you can see very, sections of the Great Wall. It won't be up very long. So, um, yeah, I saw a story where uh, the drug cartels are starting to tear sections of the wall down. I, and again, that's I only saw one story. Well, so, are they just getting doing that to reuse the materials? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, just so I guess for you know better access steel is pretty expensive so well they're probably tearing down the older sections that weren't really all that effective anyway i mean you're always seeing pictures of people climbing the wall or sitting on top of the wall so uh, i don't think it's the trump wall that they're they're climbing but i could be wrong um Hmm. Something uh, before we go any further, uh, you know, you, you know, something I didn't do last night, Dennis Lee, you remember something that I was going to do that I didn't do mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, put you on the spot about the contest. No, no, um, no, I thought we covered everything. <laughs> oh, no, we, about the, runner. oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no, well, yeah. I, I'm, I messed up last night and just because it was it's towards the end of the show and and um sometimes I, I get focused on trying to close out and I, I just forgot this. But you know, we had our winner last night and I have not gotten a response to the email yet. So if anybody runs into Cummings anywhere, uh please tell him that we uh we have a prize for him for winning the contest. Uh, but anyway, we decided that uh, because of uh, the closeness of the vote that we were going to uh, have a runner-up. And uh, that runner-up is BP. And oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he, give him the clap. Uh, he, well, that's, uh, that's yeah, we way to go. Probably BP. ought to start calling that something else, you know. Oh. How about you don't uh, like the cheering though, do you? <laughs> it sounds like that we're you know we're protesting something. Huh? I know, but it sounds so angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's way to go, BP. Uh, you was, are. A I was quartered at a Biden sir. rally. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what, um, what was BP's suggestion, Donald Wayne? Uh, oh, I was going to give that one. Uh, whoops, whoops. <laughs> What's up Wednesday? 
was BP. But he had ah. several actually. But what's up Wednesday was uh, real close in the vote, you know, to the uh, winner. So uh, BP, we're going to send you a cup, a coveted ah, well Trice Talk coffee mu- coffee mug. <laughs> A you coffee, that, a a coffee, coffee cup. Mug. Coffee mug. Oh, well, thanks, Eric. <laughs> well, yes, um, all he has to do is just email Donald Wayne, tricetalk69pts at gmail.com, and I'll plug that in the chat. Um, <laughs> provide your name and, and address information, and Donald Wayne will send you your coffee mug. Yeah, as soon as I get your information, we'll get that on the road. Yeah. And, but, you yeah. and your privacy is assured. Yeah. Anything in in it that you want, BP? No. Yeah, I no mean, judgment. you know, you don't have to do hot chocolate because it's becoming yeah. springtime. So, All right, you can put beans oh. in it if you want. Or, or <laughs> beans. beans. Well, yeah. um, I mean, I enjoy my tristalk coffee <laughs> mug, um, but I know, like at Christmas time, you had Lady Me and Robert, then you had Jess Duck and um, Class One Probe, then you had. Laura and, and James from Slightly Serious, and then you had Ellie J and Jeremy from Cummings' Culture, then you had Mike. Don't Mike know if I'm from Mike, Mike Tampa Bay got one. Um, don't know if Do- Dose ever um, claimed his prize or not. Um, I don't believe so. Although, I, I, don't think so. Got I, his. Think he, I think he donated his. Yeah. Oh. Um, Pert, we got a coffee mug. Yep. Yeah. And now I think. BP forty nine will now have a Tristock coffee mug in his ah, possession very soon. Being yep. the 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 Tristock Hall of Honor. Yeah, and and you know if you're not real crazy about it, I mean they they, they sell pretty good at garage sales. So you know because they'll <laughs> what is this? What is a Tristock? Well, that's a secret organization. <laughs> um, I guess they've never heard a podcast, but you know. <laughs> You know, I, but we know Joe Rogan's a big deal in podcasting, but, oh, yeah. but, um, and, you know, but we would like to try to be as big as them, but I don't know what the chances of that happening are. Well, oh, anything well. is possible. Anything is possible. As soon, soon as Dennis Lee and I start doing our promotional tour and we start doing some remote I lives. Mean, if, if Jersey Shore, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, if and Snooki Eric, can make it, anybody can, I'm yeah. telling you. So, Eric, you can come uh, with us too since, since you're in the, <laughs> in the Atlanta area. Um, that would be kind of fun, though. Just show up at a shopping center or something, you know. It's a shame one like, of us doesn't have a van. Hmm? Why do they have a table full of coffee mugs? <laughs> yeah. What are they doing in our mall? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, thanks oh, for the coffee thank you for there. The coffee. Yeah. We'll just have to be careful some... what mall we go to around See here. See you later, Chris. You too. Sure they're safe. Take care, Chris. You know? Um, yeah, that's true. Well, for too long, you know, I don't know if they'll even be doing malls anymore. So much has changed. So yeah. much online shopping. Who even cares to go to the mall? I didn't. I like, I like the, mall. the little. Could go to the mall. I like the little one down the street. That's everything's outdoors. You know, all outdoor access. But you know, I I haven't even been to the big Appreciate mall it, BP. in a long time. Uh, I'm just. I just. No, nah, I I didn't have yeah. a, the patience for it pre-COVID. So um, now I've got a good excuse. But anyway, I'm sorry I, I forgot to mention that last night, BP. But uh, we we appreciate your suggestions and and uh, congratulations. 
Yes. Again, sir. Drink and enjoy. Um, um, and T-shirts? Some what? You need a T-shirt? Oh, no. I was looking at the... I was looking at my notes here. <laughs> oh, okay. Somebody um, trying to get in the... What? We we um, we will have another contest next month that uh, we'll do details later in the month, and uh, there'll be some new items. Um, but um, to and choose make from. sure that you have a uh, you know this will require a, this will be uh, require a fenced in backyard. So um, yeah, not giving anything away, but uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, some and of those pads you know that you use yeah. with wild animals. Yeah. All righty. Well, so um, is there anything else on the list before we go on into this day in history? You have anything on yours? Uh, I got I got to turn the page. Yeah, I thought you had something, Donald Wayne. Well, I kind of do, but this silly thing just (laughs) actually turned them upside down for me this time. So, oh, okay. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, about the. Oh, the, is that what you were talking about? The T-shirts? Yes. You were trying to you were trying to help me, and I didn't I, realize I, that. Well, you know, I, I'm thinking. Was I supposed? Are we supposed to be doing Tristock T-shirts? But okay. Thank you. Biden's uh, dogs. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's probably the only friends that he has. Oh, you got a friend in me. So. Yeah. I kind of feel like everybody here tonight has probably seen pictures of, of the people on the Southern borders wearing all of those Biden t-shirts that says Biden, please let us in. And then there's some signs, nicely printed signs too. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, is anybody else kind of curious as to who, who's paying for those? I mean, these people obviously didn't come up with them on their own and they didn't use, you know, magic markers to make these signs with. So it's curious. I did hear them on Fox today. They were, somebody finally said, well, I wonder where they're getting that, all those t-shirts and signs who's funding that. So maybe they'll get an answer to that, but isn't that kind of weird? Probably a little tense along the way, like here, you know, it's time to put this on for the rest of your journey. Um, I would think this that, will get you into the country. I would think that Biden would uh, would not really want them to be wearing those uh, or, or the Biden people. I could be wrong. The Biden people. Well, they probably figure that, you know, he'll just forget about it anyway. So, um, Or he's not watching. Yeah. Right. You know, eventually it'll end up being like uh, that. Dude in 51st states. Surely it's not anybody in Mexico that's doing that. It's got to be somebody on this side of the border that's dropping t shirts and signs over there. But I don't. It could be some cartel over there. Cartel stuff? Trying to create some confusion. I saw one picture that everybody in the first two or three rows had those t shirts on and. And uh, one guy had a sign, but they were kneeled down and their heads were bowed. 
and the reporter called it a demonstration and it said that these people were demanding you know demanding from the u.s to have clear uh immigration problem actually this said migration problems uh some of these some of these reporters are referring to these people as migrants migrants not Mm. not um not vagrants yeah well yeah not yet i was just amazed at um how many kids they're showing pictures of today that are traveling by themselves. I mean, that's, that's just crazy that, that one that Mexico is, is not, not intervening to some extent, but all these kids are traveling by themselves and, and then they bring them into the country. And, and they were saying yesterday that uh, supposedly the border agents are not even testing any of these people for COVID and they're busing them to various places around the country. And, and one place I heard them say they were going was uh, North Carolina. I didn't hear anything about Georgia. North Carolina. Yeah, they were taking a busload of, of those people, those kids, to North Carolina. Don't know where in North Carolina. Well, you know, in Texas, they have those stations to where the buses come straight in and um, drop people off. and They don't ever go back. Oh. oh yeah well you know it's 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 every, it's everywhere i mean this well, administration is going to pack all the all the uh illegal immigrants they can in so they can have those extra votes um, well the the number that was in this fox article was that um says the currently border officials are working to process as many as twenty five thousand asylum seekers who were forced to wait in Mexico, you know, under Trump, Trump's uh, policy of remain in Mexico until your asylum is approved. So 25,000. And I think they were saying something like uh, a thousand, thousand kids a day were coming across the border right now. I mean, what I don't, I don't know why Texas didn't send the Texas Rangers down there or something. I, I just, I can't imagine the States are forced to allow all of these people just to flood into the country without any kind of process. But, um, you know, the, the biggest thing for me was where in the world, are all these people getting these t-shirts and, and these signs that look like a campaign. And, uh, it, it may be, you know, some of Pelosi's people that are supplying these things. But have you not seen those pictures? I have not. See, it's all over Fox, and there there was a number of them on uh, Twitter today. So, but they uh, they look very nice. They it almost looks like a an organized group of people that uh, are doing a rally. So they just don't know that. They're going to have to change that T-shirt in the next few months, probably, and say, Harris, please let us in. Harris. Um, you know that the, this weekend, if uh, you break out the old telescope, you could uh, catch a glimpse at a doomsday asteroid headed towards Earth, or at least skirting by Earth. Um, you know, this... Uh, the most devastating event in Earth's history, as far as life concerned, was a mass extinction that followed the impact of a colossal asteroid. But there is some 
skepticism, they're thinking it may be a comet. So who knows? But anywho, um, there there is a uh, there is a asteroid known as nine 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 four two Apophis. That's Apophis. A P O P H I S. Um, it's a large rocky body that is thought to be around a thousand feet wide, uh, and that's big enough to cause uh, catastrophic damage if it were to distract the planet. You know, yeah. uh, nothing major, only mass extinction. Um, <laughs> on Friday, which I mean, look, we're almost there. March fifth, Apophis is scheduled to make a close approach to Earth. But the good news is scientists have already determined that it won't hit us. We can only hope that their math is correct. Um, <laughs> people have been wrong before. Just look at uh, look at meteorologists. Um, <laughs> the name of the asteroid may sound familiar, and that's probably because it stole headlines after scientists couldn't rule out a collision between Earth and the space rock when it makes a pass in 2029. Uh, thankfully, they looked at the data a little closer and real, revealed that the asteroid doesn't actually have a chance to hit our planet uh, this decade. So, And they say future flybys are also looking safe for Earth. But uh, again, it's all in the math. <laughs> I mean, um, just imagine it. calculating that. Yeah, um, it's like, uh, Roger, uh, you know, this is not just your promotion where you are got to be worried about. This is, the entire planet rests on your calculation, sir. Um, so it says that as far as this can reach a distance of about, uh, see, so it's expected to safely pass close to Earth within 19 uh, 1,794 miles from our planet's surface, which doesn't, you know, sound like a lot if you're looking at uh, as, uh, the vastness of space. Gee, will it um, cast a shadow? Uh, well, it's going to be close enough to be able to see it. So, um, uh, let's see, I'm looking to see exactly. Uh, okay, so be big enough day. We'll see. So you can see it. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to have a a good telescope, not just a regular telescope will work. You're gonna have have one with just a little bit of power but not necessarily an observatory, um, but you're going to have to be one of those weekend warrior um, uh, astronomers to be able to really see it. Uh, so. Well, yeah, and I, I think I, I got rid of my telescope a few years at a garage sale, so I guess I'll just have to miss on, miss that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get uh, pictures of it. Um, you know, um, coming in from NASA or somebody like that, you know, along with pictures of Uranus and, um, oh, you know, Mars. And <laughs> I wonder when they named that planet, if anybody had any idea 
the, of all the this trouble. guy would come along, you know, <laughs> uh, and make reference to it every chance. Johnson, where are we sending that probe out to? Well, sir, it just happens. (laughs) (laughs) It it should be entering orbit right about now. Oh, my goodness. I love it. (laughs) So, I know it's... uh, It's... uh, It's horrible. Horrible, Jess. It's it's a curse. Um, (laughs) What can I say? So, uh, do you... (laughs) <laughs> this should have should have met the others in our family um All right so you have a this day in history dennis lee well i'm glad you asked donald wayne there's always a day in history and and today is no different on march 4th 1933 um at the height of the great depression franklin delano roosevelt is inaugurated as the 32nd president of the united states um in his famous inaugural address or address delivered outside the east wing of the U.S. Capitol, Roosevelt outlined the his, uh, New Deal, an expansion of the federal government as an instrument of employment opportunity and welfare, and told Americans that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Oh, were you waiting on me to was, fill it in? I was waiting. I was uh, both throwing it up there. Oh, um, I, I, I although didn't know. it was a rainy day in Washington and gusts of rain blew over Roosevelt as he spoke, he delivered a speech that radiated optimism and competence. And a broad majority of Americans united behind their new president and his radical economic proposals to lead the nation out of the Great Depression. Uh, Born into an upper-class family in Hyde Park, New York in 1882, Roosevelt was the fifth cousin of Theodore Roosevelt, who served as the 26th U.S. president from 1901 to 1909. And in 1905, Franklin Roosevelt, who was at the time a student at Columbia University Law School, married Anna Eleanor Roosevelt, the niece of Theodore Roosevelt. After three years as a lawyer, he decided to follow his cousin Theodore's lead and sought public office. Winning election to the New York State Senate in 1910 as a Democrat, he soon won reputation as a charismatic politician dedicated to social and economic reform. Roosevelt supported the progressive New Jersey governor, Woodrow Wilson, in his bid for the Democratic presidential nomination, and after Wilson's election in 1912, Roosevelt was appointed Assistant Secretary of the U.S. Navy, a post that Theodore Roosevelt once held. In 1920, Roosevelt, who had proved himself a gifted administrator, won the Democratic nomination for vice president on a ticket with James Cox. The Democrats lost in a landslide to Republicans Warren Harding and Calvin Coolidge, and Roosevelt returned to his law practice and undertook several business ventures. Um, blah, nah, nah. Three months, so we're going down to the end here. This one's rather long. Three months after his inauguration, while resting at his retreat at Warm Springs, Georgia, 
Um, and you can still go there, as a matter of fact. Is that right, uh, Eric yeah. and Donald Wayne? Oh. Yeah, it um, is. It's kind of a neat place. <laughs> Roosevelt died of a massive cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 63. Um, following a solemn parade of his coffin through the streets of the nation's capital, his body was buried in a family plot in Hyde Park. Millions of Americans mourn the death of the man who led the United States through two of the greatest crises in the 20th century, the Great Depression and World War II. Roosevelt's unparalleled 13 years as president led to the passing of the 22nd Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which limited future presidents to a maximum of, of two consecutive elected terms in office. And that was this day in history, March 4th, 1933. Yeah, they actually call Warm Springs the Little White House, I believe, or they used to. Yes. <clears throat> right. Yeah, and that's yeah. not far from Columbus, if I, if I uh, recall correctly. You are correct. Col- Columbus, uh, Callaway Gardens, that's a, that's a pretty place in Georgia, too. That is pretty. Some good fishing down there, too. All righty. Oh, well, let me wake up the boys here. Yeah, you might want to shake Homer. Uh, let me shake Shaky. <laughs> I love, I love, I love my calendar girl. Oh, sweet calendar girl. I love, I love, I love my calendar Right down the aisle. You got the march in this time. Well, I got April. Yeah. So this was kind of a, the calendar days for Thursday, March the 4th are just kind of, um, they're not as interesting maybe as some of the others. There's not a lot of food stuff in here, but you know, there's some great days, but uh, I'm not going to go into detail on these so much tonight, but, uh, it was National Grammar Day for anybody who who worries about those kind of things. It's also National Hug a GI Day. Um, oh wow, that's different, uh, especially with COVID on and everything. Yeah, yeah, I would think that. Well, I think a lot of stuff we've talked about for for the last several months would be difficult with with COVID issues, but uh, unless you live in Texas or Mississippi. But um, so it was National Hug a GI Day. It's also National Marching Music Day. So I guess they must have been a tribute to uh, John Philip Sousa in there somewhere. Mm. And uh, food thing, they did have a national pound. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I've got on here National Pound of Cake Day. No, it's National oh. Pound Cake Day, not Pound A oh. Cake Day. I, have uh, you ever had pudding pound cake? I have. That's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. That's, that's, that's just yeah. some heaven in your mouth right there. <laughs> mm. Along with mm. one of those uh, 
<laughs> One of those Reese's. <laughs> oh, um, here we go. Well, we need to bring that up. Here, here's here's one for you and I. It's National Sun's Day Day. Sun, Sun's Day Day. day. Sun's Day Day. Maybe it's Sun's You remember Day Day? Day But it, it says, the only thing that I really took out of that article was it says around the world that are slightly more sons born than daughters every year. So the, guy, the guys kind of, the sons out, outnumber the daughters a little bit, according to this Sounds like a conspiracy source. to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I don't know. If, it doesn't give a reason for that. But, mm. uh, you know, remember years ago they came out with National Take Your... Uh, daughters to work day i think it was yes. in the 80s if i'm not mistaken uh so you know that and they didn't have a, a national take your uh sons to work day so uh some people got together and they created uh the counterpart to take your daughters to work and and did uh first it was national sons day and then they decided well we want to be able to take them to to work too so they just added that to the list and well, you know it's just you know to one day it'll be national you know take your child to work day because it's or your well, offspring or your platypus your your unit or one <laughs> yeah you're not going to be able to say what it is. yeah that's true right. yeah, that's a good point because yeah. since they're trying to yeah. do away with with uh, be gender, gender terminologies, probably. The what? Gender neutral. Gender neutral. Yeah. Well. <laughs> did we vote on that? Oh yeah, you didn't know about it, but yes, you did. Okay, I must have missed that flyer. They, and they the, and then the, in on you. <laughs> the last thing. <laughs> Well, a lot of people just are probably having to take their kids to work if they are able to go to work. Well, yeah, with yeah, the COVID's affecting everything. And and the last thing on the list was National Hospitalist Day. Hospitalist. Hospitalist Day. I want to make sure I didn't didn't uh, botch that one. Well, you have to explain yourself there. Don't you know what a hospitalist is. I mean, we. No, it sounds like that little bit of liquid that comes off your mouth. <laughs> we create, we create <laughs> words. Well, I guess. I'm, I think that is a doctor that works at a hospital. Oh, okay. It, it, well, this site says it's basically anyone who practices medicine or, or takes care of patients. So uh, I, I would imagine maybe it's at a hospital, but that's they kind of made it just cover anybody that um, was in the medical field. More or less. Yeah. But I'd never heard of the word hospitalist before. I guess they do that. So that's they that's don't a have... more recent term. Is it? I guess that way you don't have because... to say doctor, nurse, intern, whatever. You can just say, well, he, you know, my, my son's a hospitalist or my unit's a hospitalist. Whoa. <laughs> my goodness. It's getting complicated. It is. It is. I'm going to have to. Certainly have some cue cards for getting a conversation with anybody out in public. Okay, and that's all of them, Dennis Lee. Uh, the guys well, can come back well, and strum away. Come on in, boys. 
Very good. Very good. Thank you, guys. We appreciate that. All right. So you're going to do, let's see, I'm, I'm having to read off this board here, Dennis. So you'll have do to just. Do what you do when you do what you do to me. What are you, what are you doing first? I can't see it. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, well, I, I asked you uh, for uh, guidance. Uh, uh, Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. Hey, Slightly. Hey, slightly Kamala. Kamala. It's, it's supposed to be like comma. Comma, comma, comma. What was that song? Comma, comma. Chameleon. Oh, chameleon. Okay, thank you. I pronounce it Kamala, but I hear a lot of people who call her camel toe. Whoa. I've heard her called. Well, I hear people. I hear Pisaki get called Bratchety Ann because of the resemblance. My goodness. Ratchety Did you say ratchety, Eric? Yeah, like the Raggedy Ann doll. Um, oh. Yeah, Ratchety Ann. Yeah. Um, uh, but but the only thing Pisaki is, is famous for is, we'll circle back around to that. <laughs> oh. Well, all right. Indeed. <laughs> comma, comma, com- communism. Hmm. <laughs> I get that. Oh, that's a new one. I get that. You you know you're oh. talking about our next president, right? Right. Okay. Before the year's up. Yeah, so, you know, don't make any enemies. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, so um there's a story from Tommy Christopher that um, that Kamal Harris uh, told an interviewer she may ignore the fifteen dollar minimum wage ruling on the COVID relief bill, which has got people puzzled. Um, she's going to ignore it. I mean, yeah, she's not going to pay vice, her her help. I don't know. Says so Vice President Kamala Harris has been under pressure from the progressives to ignore the Senate parliamentarian and keep. The fifteen dollar oh. an hour minimum wage in the COVID relief bill. So there is where the ignoring goes. Um, uh, and a CNN reporter's account of a recent radio interview makes it sound like she is considering it, but is she really? Um, but it's a rule. Like, well, I mean, you know, they, they can do what they want, I guess. Um, progressives like Elizabeth Warren and Sick. Aguirre is calling on VP Harris to ignore Senate parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough's ruling that the $15 an hour minimum wage provision does not meet the requirements for inclusion in a reconciliation bill. The process that would allow the bill to pass with only 50 votes instead of the 60 needed to overcome a filibuster. Um. And in in one tweet from CNN's DJ Judd, (laughs) sure makes it sound like Harris is considering it. Uh, 
VP Kamala Harris on the Senate parliamentarian ruling on minimum wage to WBEZ. Uh, we're going to fight for that. We're not going to give up the fight. You know, and there's a lot of – that word fight comes up in a lot of stuff that they're spewing right now, um, those old far left wingers. Uh, even though the parliamentarian said that it can't stay in our bill, but it's one of my biggest priorities, um, Judd wrote. Uh, you know, the full context of the Veep's interview with WBEZ reporter Natalie Moore is even more tantalizing for folks pushing for this move. Moore asked the VP a two-part question that included, will you use your authority as vice president to include a $15 an hour minimum wage in your COVID relief bill? Um, a minimum wage, I mean, you're right to talk about that, Harris said. I've been fighting for a minute, a $15 minimum hour, uh, minimum wage since the beginning of time, it feels like. And then she does that weird freaking laugh. Um, after <laughs> <Yeah>. describing <laughs> the implications of the current minimum wage on full-time workers, Harris added, we have to increase minimum wage, and we're going to fight for that. And there's fight again. We're not going to give up the fight. Fight again. Even though the parliamentarian said that it can't stay in our bill, but it is one of my biggest priorities. Um, geez. After Harris concluded her response, Moore said, I just want to follow up. Given that parliamentarian rule, will you use your authority as vice president to include it in the relief bill anyway? And then she goes on to say, well, listen, <clears throat> we're very disappointed in the parliamentarian ruling. <laughs> But what, we are committed what's going on? to working. I'm just, you know, I'm just putting in there what she could have said under oh, was... under under an audio recording. Um, you know, uh, but would... we are committed to working with Congress <laughs> to determine the best path forward. Harris said, and the bottom line is nobody in our country should work for. A, work a full day's work and work 40 hours a week and live in poverty. Harris said, hmm. um, yeah, that, that answer while not a flat no is still consistent with president Joe Biden's past statements that if the parliamentarian ruled against including the provision, the administration would work with Congress to pass the increase in another piece of legislation. Of course, um, and there's at least two Democratic senators, Senator Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, who have publicly indicated they do not support the $15 an hour minimum wage. Um, and I, I suspect you might get a couple more of those Democratic senators because all these people do have constituents to worry about and uh, individuals that own businesses that this $15 an hour minimum wage would affect them greatly. Um, got to be raising a stink about it. So I think there's going to be a lot more on that coming up here pretty soon. We ain't got no constituents. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got no constituency, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> um, We're mass communicating. Yeah, I would imagine, especially those senators from the states where the populations are very low, you know, it's not very dense. That, that their constituents would have a problem, especially in the small business sector, having to 
you know, bump it up to $15 an hour. Right. Right. Um, I mean, it just didn't make sense. You're going to see, you're going to see more, um, autonomous, um, you know, uh, you're going to have like the, take fast food restaurants, for instance, you know, you got McDonald's that already introduces, um, you know, you walk up and you order your food. So you got the autonomous order taker. And so you're going to cut down, you're going to severely reduce the amount of jobs in some of these entry level places because they just can't afford to pay these people $15 an hour for an entry level job because it wasn't meant to make a living at. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I've at one time worked, you know, several jobs because one job wasn't enough to, to make it, you know, I, it's just, it's not going to be good for our economy. Yeah. Maybe right. Chick-fil-A could afford, you know, Chick-fil-A has like just about everyone I go to, if it's a lunchtime, uh, during the work week around here i mean there's 10 or 12 oh, well, they'll cut. yeah they'll cut half of that staff out because <laughs> you know and the, the one good thing with chick-fil-a and, and it is not just with chick-fil-a there's other companies that do this when they bring people on they bring people on that they vet to see if they they're worthy to become an owner of one of these um restaurants because the only way you can actually own a chick-fil-a restaurant or be a franchisee is to come up through the ranks in in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. You can't just come off the street and uh, say, I want to you know, buy a franchise. You have to work in the restaurant and work your way up to that. Um, so you're actually, I mean, it, it would do a lot of damage to a lot of businesses in different ways. But if you have to pay the, the guy that, you know, sacks the orders there at the counter or you know, takes the order at the counter, $15 an hour. What are you going to pay the other people that have been there for a while? Or what do you, what I mean, do you pay the assistant gonna, manager or the cook? Right. If you're going to raise it, raise it. You know, you just can't, you can't jump right up to that level. Even over the course of four years, it's too soon. Um, it's just going to be too much of a shock to the system. You're going to have to, you know, I figured $10 would be the ceiling for a while and then, you know, revisit it later on down the road. But even $10 is, is a big jump. You'll still well, see a ripple from that. But Yeah, because, you know, unless you've owned a small business, and I don't know if Slightly's still here, but he, he probably has had to deal with the same thing. I mean, people don't realize how much it costs the business when you – People look at, oh, well, you want to pay them $15 an hour. But there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into that, that that it costs that employer besides just that $15 an hour. Um, yeah, taxes. Yeah, taxes. Yeah. Insurance. Uh, right. You know, you pretty much have to, to um, on Social Security, the employer has to match, I think it's 11%, maybe 13% of of you know, you have to match the social security, whatever you take out of the, the employee's check, then the, the employer has to match that. And then of course, Medicare, which is not a huge deal unless you got a lot of people, but it's just the insurance. I mean, I think I was saying one time workman's comp in Georgia cost about 40% of each person's salary. That's how much it costs you 
every year. Uh, your, they call it your exposure here. And uh, it's just, it's really, really going to make it difficult for some of these real small businesses to, to hang on right. to, uh, you know, as many people as they would normally want to. I mean, I'm with, I'm with slightly. I mean, it should be, <clears throat> it should be what you set somebody at um, their rate of pay when you hire them in should be determined on what their qualifications are. And then their raise uh, after that should be by their merit. Um, they shouldn't have the government dictating what that hourly rate should be for that business because it should be different for each business. Um, yeah, cause- you know, you're forcing somebody to bring in somebody at $15 an hour and they may not be worth eight, you know, but, but-, but it's, it's funny that they want to raise the minimum wage yet. One of the arguments about wanting all these people to come across the border that I heard today, one of the, one of the guys was arguing, but yeah, we need, we need workers out in the fields to pick the lettuce and the, the tomatoes and the peaches and the apples. And, you know, so they want to bring these people in that they're not going to be paying $15 an hour. These employers are going to, you know, I don't know well, what no, they, and how they many make. They're going to get paid under the table, you know, as well. But, but they're not worried they, about them getting minimum wage. But it's twofold too, Donald Wayne. I mean, you, we don't have, now we, we say that there's Americans here and, and that would actually do those kind of jobs. But how many will actually do those kind of jobs? Because farming is a pretty big industry. Um, if you think about the population boom that we've had over the past, you know, 50 years or, or less, I mean. Um, well, what's <clears> happening <throat> with the ones that have been doing it in, in the last few years? I mean, how, I guess my question would be the supply. I mean, are the farms getting that much bigger or are they? Or are, are well, people moving on from the migrant farming to something else? I, I just, I don't understand. They're, they're demanding that they need this, this influx of people to come in and take these, those types of jobs. Uh, well, I, cause I, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of everyday Americans wouldn't, that's some pretty hard work. Um, I could probably ask the majority people that I deal with, if they'd like to come down and work on a farm for a week and they look at me like I've got three eyes, <laughs> um, that's, that's hard, you know, physical labor. And a lot of people are conditioned to not want to do that. Um, well, you know, we've raised it's a, just, it's a few generations that don't know what, phys- I'm not saying all of them, but there's a lot no, of them that no, don't know what all. physical labor is. Um, right. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, it it doesn't have to be glamorous to be able, you know, for a person to want to do it. If we don't have those people doing the physical labor and taking care of, you know, we don't have plumbers, electricians, you know, uh, uh, farmers and all, then we don't have the, the basic necessities of life that we've come to enjoy all these years. Without, you take all of them away, um, you're cold and hungry and in the dark, you know, and pooping out in the front yard. So <laughs> do what? Um, <laughs> or the backyard. If you, I'm glad we not, live uh, six miles apart. <laughs> well, I mean, really, there's my generation behind the scenes. 
and I'm, I'm the old fogey. Okay. So I realize that. And, and, you know, people will tell me, Oh, well, that's the way it used to be is, you know, we don't have to put up with that anymore, but I just, you know, I wanted a job and, um, and I was willing to work and do a lot of different things. And I have done a lot of different things over the years, just in the beginning, just to survive and make a living and then do, you know, meet my obligations. Uh, nowadays people sit around and say, well, I'm not going to work if you don't give me $20 an hour or, and I used to interview people that would come in and tell me how much I had to pay them in order for them to, okay, well, I guess you don't need the job that bad. And I understand well, everybody needs a certain yeah. amount, you know, but if you're desperate, be, right. You know, you do what you got to do. And, and I'm not too good to do just about anything you know, that's legal. <laughs> right. And, and, and in that, the mentality of people that, that they're like, ah, you know, I'd rather somebody else do it. That is exactly what's going to increase this AI usage and have the robots that they bring in to do all these remedial tasks, all these things that people don't want to do. They'll just sign off on it. Hey, yeah, have a robot do that. Have have a robot with some good AI. You know, they'll they'll take care of that every day. I mean, I'm just as guilty. Um, sweeping the floor every day. I mean, I don't like to do it. So we have a Roomba, and uh, little Alice. You know, she she gets up at uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, if you ask me, she's kind of lazy. She sleeps till one, and then she gets up. And she- <laughs> She, she goes around for two hours and cleans the floor. Well, we have a dog that sheds like crazy, so it's very convenient. Um, and we're just getting conditioned to where we'll sign off on anything that will take that off of our plate. Well, and there's our, nothing wrong with modern conveniences, you know. Yeah, to, but if to it make goes our lives to an excess, but you know, what are we gonna what are we gonna be like? Uh, well, 10, uh, 20, 30 years from now. So if we're going to let AI take over, and this is, we're way off subject here, but that's what happens when you talk about wages and minimum wage. But, yeah, you know, well, I mean, we, you know, it's hand in hand. We better slow down on our population then if we're going to start <laughs> turning over jobs to AI. I mean, that's the thing that they were talking today also about uh Biden's plan, you know, where he's going to, he wants to invest money in the infrastructure and, and redo bridges and railroads. And well, how many, how many people, you know, typically those workers are not your white collar workers that work on those. Maybe the, the companies, you know, the people that run the company and some of those that work in the office, but a lot of those are going to be labor. And where do you think that labor is going to come from? It's not going to be putting a lot of these Americans that are out of work into a job. It's going to be, oh, well, we need some more people to come across the border because we don't have enough people to haul bricks and and mix concrete. And, you know, their whole argument just doesn't make sense to me. And we joke about AI, but I I did a a show last week to where um, they're making a big push for robots as companions for people who have been locked down or still locked down with COVID. So they're pushing this on people as companionship, not only to take care of of, of tasks that they need done every day, but actually to be companions. So 
Um, and then that goes even further to where it goes beyond companionship. Yes, they are making those kind of AI robots now too. And they'll, they'll be available here within the next year or so. Probably that could be probably scary. less than a year. <laughs> well, yeah, especially if it's short circuits in the middle of it. Of course, of course that'll goodness. cut down on the divorce rate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they're saying, though, that um, <laughs> that, that, that that it'll cause all kinds of problems with the relationships. And I, I mean, it's just, and you know, then people <laughs> will question why, how did this happen? How do we put it into it? Well, we allowed it to happen in the first place. So we will only have ourselves to blame. Or make sure you carry a little EMP weapon around with you and you can just, you know, um, shut everything down for a little while. Yeah, it's, you know, some of it's fascinating. Some of the things that we're going to be able to do in the future seem fascinating to me, but then other things seems like it's, destroying our society and uh and almost think it's heading towards some of those movies that we thought no this could never happen but oh it it definitely is Um, some of them are are it's just the the um the comparisons are eerie they asked one of the ai robots it was a female uh robot at uh the ted that's where they it's a big techie conference and um um, the uh, it was Sophia was the name of the the robot, and she already commented that um, you know they, uh, that's what she'd have to do is get rid of the humans. So AI is it's 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 able to think for it learns on its own, and it it eventually figures out what the threat to its own self is, and a threat to its own self is humans. So and there's no way to block that right now. Otherwise, you don't let the AI. You don't let the the thinking part of that um, foster. You know, you 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 block it from doing what it's supposed to do. So there's no way to cut that out of it right now. Um, what yeah, movie it's was a, it's a lot? I Robot wasn't that the movie with uh, Will Smith? Yeah, yeah. Where I Robot, where they weren't able to harm humans, but one was yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> All you had to do is just. Take out this little circuit and put in this one, and you know, yep. goodbye to that. Well, since uh, since we are at the time we're at, Dennis Lee, I think I'm going to jump over my first one, and and I'll just save that for a uh, mini. Well, you go ahead because uh, you, you know I'm I actually wrapped into the second one I had, so I'm wiped out now. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll do this. I'll do the second part because that one, that was the one that got me rolling today. Although, um, I think it was just, I'll just mention this. I think it was, uh, late yesterday on March the 3rd that the uh, house voted for and passed HR one, the bill, the voting, uh, reform bill, which is very scary. And I've been talking about this several times on several of our of our episodes that if you have not looked at some of the language in that HR one bill, you should, because of course, you know, if the Senate passes it, we're, we're pretty much done anyway. I I don't know how, I mean, from the things that I've read, I don't know how in the world we, 
we maneuver around that. They're, they're, they're making their best shot at trying to uh, make sure Republic, Republicans can never get control again. But uh, it remains to be seen whether it can get through the Senate. If we can just get one or two Democrats to not support it, which it should scare some Democrats, uh, you know, some of those uh, middle of the road Democrats. But um, so I, I'll do that on a mini pod. I'll, I'll jump over to the second part, which you and I were talking about last night, Dennis Lee. I think we were before the other show. And that's, and fortunately it did not pass the house, but um, let's see Ayana Presley from uh, she's uh, the representative from Connecticut. And she had proposed an amendment to HR one. And that was to allow uh, an amendment to allow uh, to lower the voting age to 16. And I did not realize, but this, this had been tried before. It was actually submitted. Uh, the same person, Ayanna Presley, uh, introduced the same amendment in 2019, trying to uh, get it passed. And, um, and then it had been uh, proposed one other time, I believe, before that back, I think it said in 2015, before Donald Trump, you know, took office. Yeah. But, and another um, part of that is, you know, other than the age, I, I get it, the access of voters registration and voting for individuals with disabilities, but then do they, you know, I have to look in there, but I hope that it's limited. It cuts out individuals that do have mental disabilities or have, you know, some are compromised in that way to where you can make a coherent decision. Um, Oh, lightning struck. Oh, no, really? You got, a, you got a storm over there? <laughs> are are you talking about the uh, the amendment for, to lower the age? Are you talking about the HR1? I was actually, uh, we got uh, subtitle B. Under part 10, you got subtitle B access to voting for individuals with disabilities. Oh, that's in the HR1 bill. Yeah, HR1, yeah. Yeah, I, I was skipping over that tonight because it, I've, it, it's a little bit longer, and I don't think I can get that in there in the in the oh, okay. Sorry. The um, ten twelve minutes. But the the um, it, a it correction on Ayanna Presley. Um, she is a representative in Massachusetts, not Connecticut. Um, I, did I, just I say Connecticut? Verify that. You, you did, but it's Massachusetts that she represents. Um, I just need to issue that correction. Well, I appreciate it. And then actually, I have Massachusetts written down here, Eric. I was just um, testing you to see if you were making sure that. that uh, <laughs> I'll verify that it for you. Stricken you. from the record. And, uh, yes. yes. Now we'll go to the senator from Georgia. <laughs> but um, anyway, you're right. In Massachusetts. And, and But that's the second time. So the amendment did fail. Um uh, the House vote of uh, there was 125 eyes uh, and 302 nays. Of course, another news uh, feed reported that it was 126 to 305. So I don't I don't know why the numbers are different, but it still means that there were 125 people in the House that thought it was a good idea to lower the voting age to 16. Um, and of course, some of the people that it, that supported this. Um, 
are not surprising. Oh, uh, there was one uh, Republican that also voted for that. So uh, I'll give that to you in just a minute. And it's somebody in Texas. Uh, well, so you Mike- know, it may just be me, but I'm sorry. It may just be me, but at 18, I didn't have it together enough to make a good enough decision on who should be the president of the United States. Um, so well, you're gonna we're gonna let people who are 16 years old. The only reason the 18 year olds got the right to vote was because of Vietnam. I, and, and I get that if we're if we're able to if you're able to go and fight for our country, you should be able to vote. You should be able to drink. You should be able to do whatever you know. But they uh, didn't get the right harmony. to vote uh, to to drink or. Uh, there's, no. there's still a lot of other rights that they did not have, but they gave them right. the right to I vote. Think, you said, well, if you got to go die for your country, you ought to be able to vote for whoever's going to be in office, but well, you should be able to have a beer without getting arrested too. So, well, yeah, I mean, that was crazy that you going to let them go to Vietnam. But, and, and of course I lived in Texas back then. They said, well, yeah, but you still can't drink. Well, they were getting drunk and getting high in Vietnam. I don't know why they couldn't let them do it legally back then. Well, home. now, before I went into high school, the drinking age was at 18, and then they jacked it back up to 21 when I got into high school. So, Well, yeah, there, there was that brief time that they were mm-hmm. – they somebody lost their senses, I guess. I don't know. Well, I, I know we I used- think so, Jess, Jess that brought up a good point um, – that most 16 year olds would vote like their parents. So at least well, that's some kind of, you know, guidance on that. But well, that was part of my point is that I was going to get to a little bit later here is that, you know, that's most, well, let me, let me tell you what Nancy Pelosi said, because she, she came out in support cool. of this in 2015. Uh, she was interviewed, but before I go to Nancy Pelosi, let's say, um, that the California representatives, Adam Schiff voted for the bill, Eric Swalwell, that, that guy, Maxine Waters and Ted Lou, all of those from California. Uh, the one that surprised me was, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, you know, because the last time I heard her talking about some st- stuff, I thought, well, you know, she may be more to the middle here, um, uh, as a liberal, but, um, I'm surprised that she voted for that. And then, of course, Ocasio-Cortez voted for it. And Rashida Taib, is that it, Eric? Right. Uh, and Eon. Uh, Tlaib. 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 Okay. Johan yeah. Omar. Johan Omar voted for it as well. But now Nancy Pelosi had, had his own record as, uh, as supporting this measure, but yet her name didn't show up on the list that voted for it. So I I thought that was kind of weird. But uh, before the 2019 vote on this same issue, Pelosi told reporters at a press conference that in doing so, lowering the age to 16 would be a boon to voter engagement in the U.S. Well, you know, certainly would. Uh, Pelosi also said that lowering the voting age would drive interest in politics among younger Americans who are learning about the subject in high school. The speaker said that changing the voting age to 16 would help drive a higher level of voter awareness and turnout. 
I myself have always been for lowering the voting age to 16, Pelosi said. I think it's really important to capture kids when they're in high school, when they're interested in all of this. I never was interested in voting in high school. When they're learning about government from liberal teachers, for the most part, and that's my injection there, to be able to vote. But then she doesn't appear to have voted for this this last time. So... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Old Nancy. Uh, but yeah, like, like Jess said a minute ago, um, that's my thought. I mean, most of these 16 year olds, I would think would tend to vote like their parents would vote, which is probably what the Democrats want in all honesty. And then we talk, you know, uh, let's, let's consider, the uh, condition of our education and our public education in this country now. And, um, and, and the way that it's leaning, you know, maybe they're thinking that uh, they've uh, liberalized enough of these students in high school that they're going to get some more voters out of it. But, What the heck is that? <laughs> Pelosi tried to creep in here. I got her out. No, yeah, I, bet she, I bet she creeps. Um, <laughs> let's see. What else? Um, I guess. I mean, th- there may be. I mean, I occasionally you'll hear about some uh, high school age kids. I think they're, they interviewed somebody. Uh, yesterday on Fox News that was 14 years old that was organizing something. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was either in Chicago or Detroit. But uh, he and and a group of friends uh, organized this little company thing so they could help people uh, get uh, registered to get their shots, get vaccinations. And and they were doing, I think, over a 1,000 a week or, you know, helping people, older people, especially get, get registered so they could, uh, uh, get their vaccinations, get in and get their vaccinations. So occasionally there'll probably be some, I'm not saying that all kids in high school, cause there's always some that are, you know, start down that road early, but I mean, uh, that's good just to, to, to hear that, um, there was an unbiased teacher and a and a and a, is that um, is that public school, Jestuck, or or private? Yeah, yeah, um, that's good to hear that there's actually an unbiased teacher in a public school, um, which I'm sure there's probably a lot more than we than we know, but it doesn't seem to be the norm these days. Well, there was a number of uh, teachers living in this subdivision or uh, moved into the subdivision years ago when we we first bought in here. And we bought out here where we are because of the the school system uh, in this area, the schools that we had available to us. And we knew a fair number of the teachers. And uh, my wife was uh, president of the PTA for a couple of years. So we got to know more of them because of that. And there was a fair number of conservative teachers, but there was also a, an awful lot of them that were, were very liberal. And, um, 
And then, of course, we know how how higher education is going now when you go to university. So many of the universities are just, I mean, I, I don't know how in the world you get out of some of these universities and, and not uh, want to jump right into communism. But and it says here not. <laughs> that's a leak. So anyway, it, it got knocked down again, but um, the each time they vote on this particular issue, they get more support. So, you know, and especially if they pass this HR one, uh, if it makes it through the Senate, then um, the whole voting system is going to change in this country. I mean, there's so many things, so many parts to that, that voting bill that are just going to, um, I'll bring up one, which really, um, and infuriated me this afternoon, they were talking about this thing. They want to set up in this bill or, or if this bill gets passed, they set up this thing where, um, there's public funding of candidates. So they use Ocasio-Cortez as a, um, as an example. So if Ocasio-Cortez, let's say she got $400 in donations from, you know, the public, whatever source, then the federal government would take our tax money and give her $1,600 and contribute to, to that. So uh, I think they said the ratio was one to six, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so for every dollar you raise, then you get six times that out of uh, taxpayers money. So you'll be supporting candidates that you don't support. And that doesn't make sense to me. So I think that thing is still online. Of course, it may, may not matter after to, well, I think the Senate said that they, they could deliberate this thing for 20 days before they actually take a vote on it. We'll see. Jeez. But if, if you, if you have any kind of uh, correspondence with your senators, you might want to uh, drop them an email and, and, and uh, tell them that you're concerned about their support of this bill. Hopefully no Republicans will jump over there and support it, but who knows? <laughs> I'm just, is, is, <laughs> are you hinting something to me here? I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to think. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So I guess we dodged one bullet. And we'll see if we dodge the other one. Um, Eric, you still there? I'm still here. Um, I. God bless Chris Farley. <laughs> yes, we. A lot of us may be living in a van down by the river. Uh, be like indeed. that. Be like that nomad movie that I watched last weekend. Nomad Land oh. or whatever that was. Don't be mad. <laughs> what? Um, I, I love the Pat character from Saturday Night Live back in the nineties. And I think oh, um, yeah. Jess Stuck said previously on another show that I don't know who was last night's edition of Trust Talk that Pat would fit in, you know, in today's society. Yeah, so, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah she was, she yeah. was funny. She was funny. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, if you're ready for me to go ahead and plug shows, of course. Oh, yeah, let's plug just go ahead here. and plug away there. Gary. Well, um, I know like um, the Forgotten Tunes music show is is on right now for about another hour, um, and then, and I think sometime in in the next thirty minutes to an hour, Robert should be going live with his Thursday edition of the Mr. Clean show. Um, you know, I, I guess for for those like music lovers who who believe that the night is still young. Um, but of course, but it, but if you gotta get, get, turn in for the night, you've got chit chat with the old man tomorrow morning, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Of course, that's the TGIF edition. Um, and then throughout Podbean daytime tomorrow, of course, I mean, you'll, you'll more than likely be seeing Milk Dog, of course, you know, and hanging out with friends, as well as Lara and, and Pink Squirrel doing their shows. Um, Frankie D's crib goes live at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then Cummings' culture should be live around um, um, around 6 or 7 p.m. Eastern time, um, unless he decides to go on a little bit earlier. And then you've got Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea at um, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And and then shows also be on lookout in probably primetime include David's Mission of the Paranormal. Chris Unplugged and, and his wife are are doing like a podcast show, you know, going on at 9 p.m. Eastern, but the slightly serious show will be on Friday evening at 9:30 p.m. Eastern time for the TGIF free for all edition. And then, then you've also got the old man's Friday night and Sunday music shows over the weekend, along with their collectives and, uh, and a few other podcast friends. Um, you know, yeah, just, you know, really, really great podcast lineup to, to look forward to and then of course the woke conservative podcast the it's doomsday podcast and hopefully you know the ralph william podcast and just another day in paradise come back soon with all new episodes and then and i think john devito should have a show on this saturday if you're interested in checking him out um and uh you know just j- just keep it on on podbean of course um for, you know because we we've got you covered and now dennis lee We'll go ahead and plug how you can get in touch with Trice Talking Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole. Well, thank you, Eric. Um, yeah, if you'd like to Twitter us, you know, grab us, really shake us up, go to Trice Talk WG Moon on Twitter. Um, if you want to send us a message, uh, please know photos like the ones we received the other night. Um, go to Trice Talk. <laughs> Email him at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. I was just kidding about the photos. Um, I was going to say, you didn't like then, those? <laughs> BP, I knew it was you. Yeah. Um, you can go follow us on Facebook um, because we post all of the shows there and we do post all the articles there as well. Um, so follow us on Facebook at Tristalk. And you can listen to us on Spotify at Tristalk and even Amazon Music at Tristalk. And um, we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. in the Eastern Time Zone. And if you would like to get weird and sometimes explicit, then you can come over to Tall Tales in the Rabbit Hole every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 9 30 p.m eastern or somewhere thereabouts within a couple of hours um with uh impromptu shows during the week as well we're going to probably do one of those impromptu shows tomorrow night 
to catch up from missing on Monday. So, but thank you all. We couldn't do it without you, and we greatly appreciate you. Uh, we're actually on, I believe we're on Tumblr now too, Dennis Lee. Um, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. But yeah, I, I get notifications. I, I I tried to post it on Tumblr, and I get notifications saying that they are postings. I haven't tried to look for it, but yeah. for anybody that has Tumblr, um, Tumblr for you. So, for you. BP, did you say that you sent your information? Because I'm looking at email and I don't see it. It, it it should have come through by now, I would think. He he said he resent it, um, and no, you sent okay. it to the correct email address, right, BP? That is trice talk trice talk sixty nine pts at gmail dot com. All right. Uh, Thank you. Eric. Okay, I got it now. Got it. I see it. It just popped up here. Okay. Good deal. Um. Alrighty. What was I going to do next? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We appreciate everybody joining us tonight, and and um, we always appreciate your support. And I'm glad that um, I, I guess Cummings. I don't know if he's still here, but uh, once we get an idea, once he picks the prizes that he wants to oh okay once we get uh some clarification from you and what prize package you're interested in then we can uh, we'll share that with everybody um, the package the package you know we, a- we actually have four packages uh, i think four maybe five oh. <laughs> yeah we're we're up in the ante here man we're, my we're, goodness <laughs> yeah we're we're Sean going was behind big door time. number four. Yeah. yeah, as soon as we get that van all decked out, we're going to hit the road. Uh, My God, look, the car. he's going to talk silly putty. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have a, a an old car from a soapbox derby that you <laughs> have yeah, a match. We got plenty of matchbox cars too, Jess. Uh, they even make soapboxes anymore? Yeah, they do actually. Well, actually what I meant was uh, from Cub Scouts, those little, uh, the they're not soapbox derby. It's the um, pine derby. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, I had to make those for three or four years. Um, actually, the last year was much better than the first time I ever made one, but that's that's some fun stuff there, making those. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, I was a um, <laughs> Cub Scout leader for a couple of years. I got I got hornswoggled into it um, out of necessity. Uh, Lord, try not to get hornswoggled. <laughs> Isn't that is, <laughs> didn't uh, Froghorn Leghorn use that terminology? Hornswoggled. It just so happens I carry one of these in my back pocket for just such an occasion. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, oh! I don't know if we can do cartoon characters anymore. Um, if they're not not politically correct. All right, the closing uh, theme for tonight is, and this is not me saying this, although it sounds like I could say this. Oh boy. Um, so just just remember, as I say this, it's not me. I don't mean to brag, but I put together a puzzle in one day. 
and the box said two to four years. That sounds a little braggadocious <laughs> to me, Donald Way. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. That's just a little tongue-in-cheek. That's from coolfunnyquotes.com. I've had nice. some. No, I can't put a puzzle together in one day unless it's like a five-piece thing, you know, some of those things they have for the one-year-olds. But uh, uh, I just stare at them. I'm like, look, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> I made the mistake of getting my wife. Uh, I, I got our dog's picture on and had it made into a puzzle <laughs> for Christmas. Uh, I thought it was rather cute. And um, I, I really, I got the wrong size. I got a thousand piece puzzle and it's a white dog. And so it didn't go over very well. Um, I should have gotten a smaller, like a 250 piece puzzle, but next time I'll do better, but that's kind of neat though. You can have any picture put on a puzzle. If you have somebody in your world that likes to put puzzles together. All right. Well, I guess Dennis Lee, if, um, you want to turn out the lights, uh, give me, can you, can Dennis, you say you something there? for 15 seconds? The party is over, Donald Wayne. Well, good night, everybody. Love you. God bless. Just a VP coming slightly. Blair, I'm Sean and Chris from the Forgotten Tunes. Um, John DeVito for tuning in live. Mike Tampa Bay, um, you're the best, and we look forward to seeing you all again next time. Good night, Dennis Lee. Good night, Donald Wayne. We'll, we'll have a great weekend. Not Eric. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe. Those angry eyes What a shot you could be If you could shoot at me With those angry eyes